The Putrid Underbelly of Woke Capitalism by Michael Rechtenwald and Audio Mises Wire narrated by Million Quinteros. Corporate intrigue reached a fevered pitch on May 6, 2023 in Omaha, Nebraska, when a shareholder was arrested during the annual shareholder meeting of Berkshire Hathaway. The shareholder challenged the affiliation of Warren Buffett with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Bill Gates' association with Jeffrey Epstein, who was convicted in Florida for procuring a child for prostitution and soliciting a prostitute, and who reportedly committed suicide in a New York jail while facing charges for sex trafficking and conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking. Pete Flaherty, the chairman of the National Legal and Policy Center, NLPC, stood to offer Proposal No. 8, which called for the roles of Berkshire CEO and chair to be separated and held by two persons. Flaherty argued that the separation of roles was necessary so that Berkshire would be less identified with Mr. Buffett's personal political activities. Speaking of Buffett, Flaherty said, He's donated tens of billions to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. As Bill Gates explained when the couple was still together, although the foundation bears our names, basically half our resources have come from Warren Buffett. If woke culture is a disease, then philanthropy is the virus. The Gates Foundation bankrolls the teaching of critical race theory around the country, including that math is inherently racist. The Gates Foundation offers a gender identity toolbox, which asserts that gender is the result of socially and culturally constructed ideas. This is a lie. Gender is not a cultural construct. It is a genetic and biological fact. Flaherty was interrupted by a Berkshire representative and pleaded to the chair Buffett to be allowed to continue. Buffett agreed that Flaherty could continue, but warned him of the three-minute time limit for shareholder proposals. Flaherty then proceeded to throw down the gauntlet until his microphone was shut off. We know how much Bill Gates cares about children. He met and traveled with Jeffrey Epstein many times after Epstein was convicted of sex crimes. The Gates Foundation had a huge influence over the COVID response fiasco. Bill Gates defended China's COVID policies and still discounts the possibility that the virus originated from a lab, even though U.S. intelligence agencies disagree. The Gates Foundation may be the largest single donor to the dark money machine known as Arabella Associates. It funds causes like defunding the police that are making American cities unlivable. Money goes, too, to groups conducting. At this point, Buffett declared from the stage, you cross the boundary. Two security guards grabbed Flaherty by either arm and escorted him from the room. Flaherty was arrested and charged with trespassing. The arrest of the Berkshire shareholder apparently for merely mentioning Jeffrey Epstein in connection with Bill Gates and Warren Buffett coincided with a series of Wall Street Journal articles exploring Epstein's calendar and a trove of Epstein emails and other documents. The Wall Street Journal revealed numerous Epstein meetings with high-profile contacts long after Epstein served time for soliciting a child prostitute and was registered as a sex offender. Represented in Epstein's calendar and emails are such notables as William Burns, director of the Central Intelligence Agency since 2021, Bill Gates, Microsoft founder and philanthropist, Jess Daly, former Barclays CEO, Reid Hoffman, co-founder of LinkedIn, Larry Summers, professor and former Harvard University president, Woody Allen, filmmaker, and Noam Chomsky, leftist MIT linguistics professor, among others.
These and other meetings may reveal that many business persons and woke philanthropists were ensnared by a child sex trafficker. The scene at the Berkshire annual meeting also followed on the heels of the lawsuit filed against J.P. Morgan Chase by the U.S. Virgin Islands. Attorneys for the U.S. Virgin Islands claim that the bank materially aided Epstein in his child sex trafficking scheme and is seeking damages for their clients. Four billionaires have been subpoenaed in the case so far, including Google co-founder Sergey Brin, Hyatt Hotel CEO Thomas Pritzker, real estate tycoon and owner of U.S. News & World Report Mortimer Zuckerman, and venture capitalist and Hollywood agent Michael Ovitz. Curiously, the U.S. Virgin Islands has also attempted without success to serve a subpoena to Google's other co-founder Larry Page, whose whereabouts remain unknown and who obviously does not want to be found. It should be remembered here that Google has represented the leading edge of woke capitalism with its leftist-ranking algorithms and its employment of machine learning fairness that corrects for so-called algorithmic unfairness by misrepresenting reality with affirmative action results. Clearly, Google's founders did not rely on algorithms to identify and eliminate pedophiles from their list of business contacts. While the U.S. Virgin Islands asserts that J.P. Morgan Chase facilitated and possibly bankrolled Epstein's pedophilia ring, U.S. Republican lawmakers have claimed that the U.S.'s largest bank has a penchant for canceling the accounts of conservative and religious groups. The bank maintained its financial relationship with Epstein until 2013 long after he was convicted of sex crimes, yet recently canceled the accounts of such groups as the National Committee for Religious Freedom. The bank's touted diversity and inclusion policy has apparently included pedophiles, but excluded avowedly Christian groups. Much more has and could be said about why high-profile business persons, philanthropists, academics, and even intelligence officers had relationships with Jeffrey Epstein. For example, some have claimed that Epstein and his partner Ghislaine Maxwell were Israeli spies who ran a honey trap operation to steer U.S. policies in Israel's favor and against U.S. interests. As the Wall Street Journal asked, Epstein was a former school teacher. How did he become a billionaire? What was the source of his wealth? Was he paid for providing women or girls to his friends? Was he a blackmailer? were women or girls an enticement to invest in his projects. Finally, there's the ridiculous, implausible matter of Epstein's death in federal custody on August 10, 2019, which three and a half years later remains under investigation by the Justice Department Inspector General, only feeding conspiracy theories. But the main question for our purposes is, how is that nearly all major corporate heads and influential members of society have simultaneously gone woke? Could it be that whoever controlled Jeffrey Epstein sets the agenda through the use of blackmail, directing these corporate heads and other leaders to convert to wokeness, while steering their philanthropy to designated ends, including the funding of critical race theory and the LGBTQIA agenda? In other words, is our capitalist class controlled by whoever oversaw Epstein's 30-year entrapment operation? In addition to revealing the moral rot that has permeated the U.S. establishment, the Epstein connections also show that those who claim the woke moral high ground and impose woke policies on the rest of us are perhaps the most corrupted people on the face of the earth. For more content like this, visit Mises.org.